This call may be recorded or transcribed. They use their air tags to find luggage stuck in a different airport. Well, another round of job cuts. Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Promote. 
committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory.
Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Keep me in your prayers, okay? Okay, certainly will. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Hi, Felicita. This is Janet. Good morning. God bless. Good morning, Janet. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Valacita. It's Kind Kim. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Kind Kim. And happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. This is Wanda. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Wanda. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, V. Good morning, Diddy. Happy Wednesday. Hey, happy Wednesday. Praise report, y'all. Demar is making some improvements, so we got to continue those prayers. The young man from the NFL, um, he was at 100% oxygen. They lowered it to 50, so that's a blessing. Let's let's just bombard heaven so he can recover. We need we need God to to show up so the world can see he is God. That's right. Amen. <laughs> and that's an awesome uh, praise report there, too. We, we're expecting even continued success. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne, and happy Wednesday to you as well. God's got her back all the time. Amen. Good morning. I heard two people, but I couldn't make out who they were. (laughs) Juanita. Good morning, morning, Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you guys. Be safe today. Thank you so much. And I think I heard Moxie. Is that right? Yes, you did. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> good yes, morning, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Somebody Aww. want to say happy Wednesday. Go ahead. Say happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Happy Wednesday, you, baby. <laughs> she heard us say good morning. She said, I want to say good morning. That's sweet. Tell it. Thank Thank you. God bless you you as well. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. Everyone have a wonderful Wednesday. Good morning, beloved Barb, and happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. It's Miss B. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Cherie. I'm sorry. What? What's your name? 
Cherie. Oh, good morning, Cherie. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you all as well. This is my second time joining. Awesome. Awesome. Now, is this your first time saying good morning or have you? Yes, first time. All right. Well, welcome to the call. So glad to hear you. you. Who invited you? Um, Sylvia. Oh, wonderful. That's my sister. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, welcome. And we hope you continue to call in. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Good good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Calacita. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Calacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, sis. This is Jr. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Jr. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, valuable. Good morning. Declare victory. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Rochelle. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Monica H. Good morning, Monica H. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Thank you, and happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Good morning, God morning. Great morning, DK. Good morning, DK. Happy Wednesday. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. You're so welcome. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to call in and join us throughout the month of January. Our monthly theme is Seed Time and Harvest. The declarers will focus on fertile ground, as that is where we get all of our nurturance as we are. Journeying, journeying through the Christian life. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we'd like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. 
Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have a couple of prayer requests. The first one is from Susie. She's asking for us to continue praying for healing for her back. And then Dee Dee uh, gave a praise report for Damar Hamlin. His oxygen is improving, so let's just continue to pray for complete healing for Damar Hamlin. Okay, the order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, Summer and winter, day and night, will never cease. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Heavenly Father. We thank you for this day. We come before you with hearts full of gratitude and expectation as we worship you for the dawning of a new day. We thank you for waking us up this morning, uh, clothed in our right mind with a portion of health and strength, just enough to get this day started. God, we bless you for how good you were to us as we slumbered and we slept last night, for how you watched over us, God, when we were unconscious to this world and how you touched us this morning with your finger of love and said, it's time to wake up. I have granted you brand new mercy and brand new grace. And for that, God, we are simply grateful. We stand with countless others who have the testimony that millions didn't make it. But we were one of the ones that did. And we take every moment, every morning, as a sign of your grace and your mercy. It had nothing to do with the plans that we set forth for today, but it had everything to do with your purpose and your will for our lives today. So, God, we sit in recognition of that, knowing that it's of no goodness of our own that you continue to allow us to exist in your presence and in your grace and in your love and in your mercy. Father, there's so much to pray for today. Hallelujah. God, we start first with lifting up this Bay Area. God, we start first with lifting up Northern California in anticipation of the storm that is not only on the horizon, but in certain parts of the Bay Area is here. As the news is broadcasting, anticipation of loss of life and devastation. Father, we thank you that we worship a God who speaks to the wind and the waves and they obey. So Father, we thank you for being a God that walked on water, that showed that you have dominion even over the elements. So Father, while the rest of the world is bracing 
for what is to come. We are blessing for what is to come. While the rest of the world is preparing for despair, God, we are preparing for declarations. While the rest of the world is sitting in fear, God, we are standing in faith, knowing that you have the whole wide world in the palm of your hand, and anything that's under your control can never be out of control. So, Father, we thank you that you're using the rainwaters to wash away things in our lives that symbolizes uncleanliness and symbolizes things that are weights that are holding us back. Father, we thank you for the resources that will be in place for those that will be impacted. We thank you for the resilience to recover that for those that will need to recover and to rebuild and to start again. Father, we lift up the unhomed and the unhoused, the homeless on today. God, those that are sleeping, and creek beds, those that are under freeway overpasses where the water will rise quickly. Father, we ask that you would do what only you can do, God, and that's to protect them. God, we thank you in advance for testimonies of miracles, signs, and wonders, what should have been, what could have been, but God, we thank you in advance with the praise that is ready to celebrate how you stepped in and made ways out of no ways, how you were a literal bridge over rapid troubled waters. Father, we stand in expectation of you showing yourself strong and mighty on today. God, we thank you for trees that should fall, but you keep rooted in the ground. We we thank you for power lines that you craft that you keep up. Father, we thank you today, God, for what you're doing right now in the midst of us, God. We thank you that your word has already promised us that you won't destroy the earth by water again. So, Father, we thank you for the rainbow that is to come. We lift up those that have to be out on the roadways today. And Father, we ask that you close them with wisdom and that they will be present and that they will make good sound decision so that they can do their part to make it to their destination safely. We thank you in advance for traveling grace and mercy. We thank you for your angels that encamp those that have to go outside today, those that are working in the elements. We ask you to protect the children as they traverse to school, God, and that you keep them safe. As they cross streets, God, we ask that you would keep them safe. As they navigate parking lots, God, we ask that you would awaken drivers, that they would be mindful of the children. In the name of Jesus, we thank you in advance for emergency service workers who will be responding all day. We pray for their tenacity, their strength, their resilience, their health. We ask that you would keep them safe as they serve. Hallelujah. They live out their commitment to serve humanity. Father, we lift them up to you today. We lift up those that are homebound and sheltered, dependent on life-saving machines, Father, to sustain life. Those that are on oxygen, dialysis, Father, we lift them up to you. And we pray in advance that there will be no loss of power. And if there is, we pray in advance for backup generators that will kick in immediately. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you in advance for all of it, God. We thank you for roofs that will not leak. Father, we thank you for buildings that will stand. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you in advance. Father, we lift up DeMar Hamlin to you. Father, we thank you that you have chosen this young man's life and this circumstance to arrest a nation. Hallelujah. You had an entire nation come together for a national hour of prayer, God, that was not planned. Only you can do that. God, we thank you that you used this situation. You allowed it. They were praying on CNN and ESPN. Father, only you can do that. And it reminds me of your word that says every knee will bow 
and every tongue will confess that you are God and above you there is no other. So we thank you for your plan for his life. We thank you for your plan for his recovery. We thank you for the testimony that will come that only God could do it. We thank you for how you arrested the hearts of his teammates and they immediately began to cry out to you. They didn't cry out to Buddha. They didn't cry out to Muhammad or Confucius. God, they cried out to you, the only true and living God, the only one who can heal and restore. Father, we thank you for how you captured the hearts of the millennials with this one situation and how we all look to you in great expectation for what is to come. We thank you that you are God. You are the reigning champion. And before before you, there stands not another. So we ask that you would continue to work your plan for this young man's life, God. And we sit in great expectation that even if he doesn't return to the field, he will return, God, to declare that you are God. We bless your name for his life on today. Father, we lift up all of those who are standing in the need of healing, even those that are represented on this line, God, those that need healing in their minds, those that need healing in their emotions, those that need healing in their bodies, God, we Thank you that their faith is growing to believe you, to touch them, God. And if you don't heal their bodies, God, we ask for you to give them the grace to live with the affliction, that it will continue to drive them to their knees, continue to drive them to the cross, so they will be nearer, my God, to thee. We thank you that everything that comes upon us has a purpose. And so, God, we ask that you would just continue to work your purpose in our, in us and through us, Father, as we stand in intercession for others. We come for those that are standing in the need of prayer. We cast aside our own needs for just a moment, and we come standing for those who in this moment can't stand for themselves. God, those that are standing in anticipation of missing children returning home, the young man that went missing from Concord Guard Station just the other day, vanished without a trace, his car running, God, and he's gone. We stand in expectation of answers. We stand with his family. We ask that you will comfort his mother as she waits, God, and we pray that your will will be done and revealed. Father, we lift up those that are standing in expectation of you to move, those that are in abusive situations. God, your word says that you will never leave us nor forsake us, and we thank you that you are with them. Even in this difficult times that they're living in, God, we thank you. We thank you for the grace to endure hard times. God, we thank you for the grace to overcome and to recover and to still declare the works of the Lord. Father, we stand in intercession for those that are in poverty, living below the poverty line, God, those that are hungry, those that are widowed and vulnerable. And today, Father, we stand in the gap for those that are in need of a witness to how great you are. Father, we stand in intercession for those that are on the battlefield, the missionaries that are out there evangelizing, out in the highways and the hedges. Father, we thank you for every church, every pastor that is standing in integrity and declaring the word of the Lord in times like these. Father, we thank you for those that you have given different ministry paths for, those that are ministering, that are never touch a pulpit, but God, you've given us a platform. And so we ask that you would gift us with the responsibility and the wisdom to use it the right way. We thank you for seed time and harvest. We thank you, God, for your word says that some will water, some will plant, but it is you that gives the increase. So today, God, we worship you for the increase. We worship you as the Lord of the harvest. 
So, God, there are so many things that we can pray for, so many things that we can ask you for. But, God, we come to you with great anticipation because we realize that you hear us when we pray. So as we take our phones off of you, whether we're worshiping you, praising you, or lifting up our own individual petitions before you, God, we do so with joy and enthusiasm because you are a God that is alive and well. You hear all, you see all, you know all, you everywhere at the same time. We call you omnipresent. So, Father, there is nothing that we need that you cannot accomplish. There is nothing that we need that you cannot do. We thank you, God, that even the things that we don't speak of, you already know because you know our hearts are far off. We thank you, God, that you care enough to number the hairs on our head. So we worship you this morning in the place of safety and security that says, even though the city ought to come and even though the wind blows, we're safe in the arms of Jesus. We thank you, God, that we're safe in your hands. We recognize that you are the Lord of all storms. You call me Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the Most High God, who is great and greatly to be praised. Happy, happy Wednesday to each of you. It is my favorite day of the week. It is our wait while we wait Wednesday, the day that we have set aside for fasting and for prayer. Um, Surely there is much to pray about on today, and we are anticipating um, that God will not only hear us, but that he will answer swiftly. Um, Thank you, Valuable, for uh, doing what you always do graciously uh, for the last uh, at least seven years. <laughs> Maybe longer than that. Thank you. Thank you, Bree Bree, for um, your mindful prayers this morning. I feel glory. Hallelujah. I feel glory. I feel glory in my Shamala this morning. I'm grateful to God for yet another opportunity to get this thing called life right initially, but more importantly, um, grateful for the Word of God that is ever nigh, that is ever-present, and um, that he would not just minister to our hearts this morning, but you guys have no idea of the level of peeling that we did in corporate prayer today. I could feel it. Um, There are heavy hearts for local things and and for distant things as well. Uh, Anytime the heavens can provoke news and or media stations to pray for an hour, Something is happening, and I pray that we not only catch it, but that we uh, see and really understand with our hearts what's happening in a different realm, that um, there is a, a dispatch transpiring in the heavens and in in the realms of heaven, and we should grab a hold of that for our own lives. There are supernatural things happening behind the scenes as the guards have shifted and changed. So I'm excited about what is to come. Um, I'm, I'm excited about uh, the processes that uh, we don't always see with our natural eye, but we can glean in the spirit. I'm grateful for uh, the transitions and the different um, um, arenas in which we are moving into spiritually uh, as God is transforming us as we do the work to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. How many of you you all know that, um, and, and this is a, a real-life scenario, that it's not always the seed. Sometimes it's the soil. That's a, a real thing. It's not always the seed. Sometimes it's the soil. I'm going to um, I'm going to start with um, a little little story. Uh, you guys know I like to make things as practical as possible. Uh, when I lived on Phoenix Circle, uh, there in the city of Vallejo, I had a really nice garden for a couple of years. And um, the very last time that I, I began to plant, I planted, um, I had crop failure. I had crop failure, and, and I'd done what I'd done the, the years before, and I had had spent quite a bit of money on soil and on seed and had done a, a lot of work with regard to, I thought, preparing 
the soil to receive the seed. And as time went on, nothing was growing, nothing was growing, nothing was growing. And that which was growing uh, was spotted. It was spotted. It had uh, blemishes on the external portions of my zucchini, even the tomatoes. Everything had uh, had flaws. I was really, really confused. I, I did not understand what had transpired. I didn't really get what was going on underneath the surface. And and so as the, the season to yield, the harvest ended, um, the Holy Spirit told me, just like I'm talking to you, go go out there and dig up a patch of the failed crop because I want you to see what lies underneath. So as I did that, what I noticed was that I had an old zucchini plant that had rotten roots, had rotten roots. You could see the mold, and the mold had began to uh, take over the dirt and infiltrate uh, the, the, the underbelly, the undergrowth, the under portion of uh what I thought would be a, a vegetable vegetable yielding garden and had corroded the dirt. Nothing could grow through it. It was impossible for anything to grow up from that corroded dirt, which meant I had to completely dismantle um, the, the makeshift uh, vegetable bed or garden I had put together. and. Um, and start all over. And then I had to dig up everything, including any old root systems, any old uh, uh, moldy dirt, any dirt left from the previous year. Um, I had to dig it up. I had to dig it up. And I, I want you to get that in your mind's eye because the reality is for many of us, some of our crops are, have, will, fail because we have old root systems in the ground. We have old uh, moldy dirt. We have things in our hearts, in our lives, um, in our history that have caused our dirt to corrode. I'm going to put a pin in that right there. Um, one of the greatest struggles, I promise I'll make all this make sense because for real, sometimes it's not the seed. It's the soil. I, for years, I, I could not understand why I would um, sit in church and have 500 million questions looming over my head. I know if I had had a reader board, I probably would have gotten put out. <laughs> I wanted to know why this happened and why that wasn't okay and why was this okay for this one but not okay for that one. I, I had looming questions. I, I needed answers. I didn't understand why uh, there were cliques and groups of people that would isolate themselves from this piece and that piece because they were part of leadership or a specific clan. I, I, I didn't understand, even as a little girl, as a, as a kid, um, I, I would ask questions. And, you know, I remember growing up in, in the Baptist church, where, you know, you had Baptist fits at Baptist church. And then, then 
got a little older and I was able to go to church on my own and I would go to Independent Holiness, which was a totally different ball game, where uh, it was the first time that I could hear uh, the distinct sound of tongues and um, where I would see the power of God hit a room and it would shift the room and as a kid I could feel it <laughs> and I was like whoa so what's that then on the back end I, I would still see you know the mean church mother <laughs> with all white on just honoring but then I had big mama her name is Ethel Faye Bolton I believe Big Mama is 90-some years old. She might look 70, maybe. But she had this sweetness to her. And because of my, my pillar-to-post exposure, hallelujah, um, Big Mama would sit, and she would watch her, her soap operas first, child. She would watch them first. But then after she'd watch her soap opera, she would get uh, her Bible and she would sit in the middle of this room in her rocking chair and she would read the scriptures out loud. I remember standing by the side of the door. Fran's room was just a little over to the right and I could hear her and I would hear her use her language and, and lift God up. See, I grew up in a Baptist house. Tongues was not really a thing. My grandmama, her biggest thing was uh, Usher's annual day because she would raise the most money Sadie had the gift of gab. But Big Mama, there there was something different. Now, Sadie would read her Bible, too. She would sit in her rocking chair and, and do her thing. But see, there was something there was something different about this one. This, this one here, uh, Ethel Faye Bolton, we call her affectionately known as Big Mama. Big Mama, um, she had just this gentleness to her that I, I did not understand. Now, my grandmother knew Jesus, had a relationship with God and all of that, and Sadie was cool, but it was different. And that, now, Sadie is my grandmother, for all, for all of you that may not know that my sweet Sadie, and she was my sweet Sadie, but Big Mama and Mama, which is what I call Sadie, it, it was something different. It was something different. Then I, I, I kept living, and um, I, I never understood why there was always this missing component, this thing that uh, I couldn't connect the dots. I couldn't get why I couldn't have on my pants and love Jesus. I did not understand. <laughs> I, I didn't understand why um, there were certain things that had nothing to do with a relationship with Jesus would be outlawed. I can't go to the movies. Honey, that's dumb. <laughs> now, this has always been my logic from a child, from a, a young girl. I always wanted to understand. I always wanted to understand. I, I, I have been exposed to um, more denominations than I can count because I was always searching for uh, the difference, searching for uh, what would bring me closer to kingdom understanding and further from um, a faulty church experience. Now, listen, I love church. I enjoy it. I can't live without it. I'm going. If it's open, I'm through there. If, if there are doors with hinges, I'm going because I love God's 
people. I enjoy being in atmospheres where there is a potential encounter, where there is a possibility that I might experience God on a different level. I've always had an affinity for uh, the things of the spirit, right? And I'm I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. We're not talking about no uh, juju, none of that. We're just talking about Jesus, the Holy Ghost, and the Heavenly Father. That's it. But what I noticed is from one place to the next, the soil was different, through different things. And and if you, you follow me closely, you'll have an ear and hear and understand. You'll see visually what I'm saying and start to see it with the eyes of your understanding, according to Psalms 119, 130. The entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. And I promise I'm going to give you scripture text. We're going to be coming from Matthew 13 chapter today. And I would suggest that during the course of your fasting time, that you go and read it in its entirety. Uh, but before I go into that, I, I, I want to share the gift that I've been given in um, I would say my exploratory season of really wanting relationship and not necessarily knowing how to get there. And I'm sure that there are many people that are on the line. And if you've been involved in ministry or church or uh, organized religion of any sort, there, there is, until you get to a place where you have found your footing and you understand what your mantles are, what you're called to, you learned how to legislate effectively. And this is not to um, stunt or stipend or um, bring attention to what you don't have or how you are not equipped. This is more to help you to identify the reality that until you understand who you are in Christ, there is always a hankering or an external question, an internal question, something down on the inside that has a desire, hallelujah, for more, that has a desire to be in a position where you don't just, uh, uh, Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for my food. No, 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 no. The kind that causes you uh, to spend time with God. Remember, sometimes it's not the seed, it's the soil. It's what we have been grown up in. It's what we've been steeped in. And to some degree, some people call it brainwashing. Whatever you've experienced in a, uh, an excessive amount of time uh, for long periods becomes what you're exposed to. Uh, for, for people who have been in systems and cycles of abuse, uh, that is the expectation, unfortunately, because it's been cultivated in you. Sometimes it's not the seed, it's the soil. For some of you that uh, have been in uh, uh, traumatic life experiences, you uh, uh, base your life, your thought processes are all uh, of a negative connotation based upon the exposure of the trauma, the experience and the exposure that you've had. Uh, then, then there are those who they grew up in, in healthy places and then they meet people who are ill and they, they don't, you don't really know what to do with them or how to manage those relationships or those thought processes because it's not uh, who you are, what you've lived. Sometimes it's not the seed, it's the soil. And as, as we get ready to go uh, to this text, 
I want you to, uh, in, in the spirit and in the natural, I want you to begin to check your soil, not just your soil, but uh, you will be able to glean of others what they grew in, what they grew up into, what they grew up out of. And for some of us, it's a grow up out of. For some of us, it's a grow into. But the reality is we are what we are around. We are what we are exposed to. And so for me, um, as safe as church was, my, my mother, sometimes when she would get mad at me because she knew I loved church, I'd get put on punishment and couldn't go to church. That's some cold, that's some cold game considering I couldn't do much else, right? Um, and so I, I remember um, moments where I would be super frustrated because choir rehearsal was turnt when I went to independent, especially. And then when I lived with my grandmother and had to go to St. John, choir rehearsal was turnt because Mari Allums was over the choir and build them and Derek Hall. And if you know anything about Bay Area musicians, listen, St. John had all of them as kids. We had a ball, right? And and I remember um, still there were always all these questions. There's got to be more than us just singing these songs. There's got to be more than us just showing up on Sundays. There's got to be more than uh, a Tuesday night Bible study and uh, a Friday night youth meeting. There's got to be more. There's got to be. I mean, as a as a teenager, I had questions. I would spend my lunch break with my friends, and we would sing uh, songs like There Is No Greater Love, Honey Harmony, Be Gangster, because Lily hasn't taught us how to do it. And I mean, do it and do it well. Sometimes it's it's not it's not the seed, it's the soil. And, and sometimes you have to go back into those old systems, those old thought processes, those old ideas, that old identity, and dig and dig and dig until the root is pulled up of anything. And so in this life, in this time, in this dispensation, we call those uh, altars. Those those are places that we've erected in the stead of what is necessary to go into that thing to help you and cause you to grow in a different direction. I've had to dismantle old ideas and old identities that I created to protect and to defend myself. I had to go into old systems and dismantle the ideologies that I had had, uh, created in my head to protect uh, what I thought was the life that I wanted. I had to go into uh, the, the uttermost parts, the gullies, the bottom parts, the stuff that you don't want to deal with, the old uh, molestation things, the old uh, abandonment and rejection things. I had to go into all of those different things because if you're not careful, remembering it's not always the seed, sometimes it's the soil. You have to understand that you came from stuff. Considering what uh, my life is called to do, what I'm mantled for, uh, I didn't understand as a kid why it mattered to me so much what was happening in a church building. But today, listen, y'all, today I get it. I learned what not to do. I learned what not to become. I learned how not to make people feel little because they didn't have. I learned what empathy really is. I understand today that sometimes people have been damaged in the care of those that were sent to protect them. 
got a different responsibility. Let's go to the word, lest y'all say I didn't teach. We're going to go to uh, Matthew 13, 13, and um, I'm going to start at 23, I believe. Uh, Emma, 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 Emma. No, I'm going to start at, let's start at 18. All right. So, so prior to all of this, and just, just, um, I'm going to kind of just give a, a preface to um, this Matthew 13 and 18 through um, 18 through 23. I'm sorry. Um, here, the disciples in, in the early parts of this particular passage are asking um, Jesus, how come he tells the people things in riddles? Or how, how come he is using parables to teach? And, and the reality is because uh, sometimes it's the soil, uh, it's not the seed. The truth is that this thing is not for everybody. Everybody is not going to understand. Everybody is not uh, called to what you are called to. Everybody is not designed to go where you are going. Uh, uh, the reality is that uh, in 16 it says that we are blessed spiritually aware and favored by God and our eyes uh, and your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear that that some of us uh, are inclined to hear differently. Some of us are inclined to see things differently when it comes to spiritual things. Um, some of us have a, a heavier weight to carry. Some of us have a, a larger mantle to tow, and it doesn't discount or belittle or um, disallow anyone else. It just means that everybody has their order. Everybody has their place. Everybody has their position. And so here in 18, it says, listen then to the meaning of the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom regarding salvation and does not understand and grasp it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. Let me put a pin in that right there. Have you ever found yourself, um, you know, especially if you're dealing with depression, anxiety, rejection, abandonment, things of that nature, where you'll hear the word of God and instantly something happens that triggers what you grew up in what you grew up from, what you grew up out of. Uh, something happens on the inside and all the joy you thought you had momentarily dissipates as quickly as you uh, felt it enter in because you got a, a faulty root system still operating from what you grew up out of. Um, and, and I'm not telling you what I think. I'm not telling you uh, what somebody told me. I'm telling you what I've experienced. Right, so so the enemy can access all of what God places in you based on not doing the work. So so in other words, and, and I'm going to use my garden as an example. I took a shortcut. I didn't dig deep enough. I didn't dig out wide enough. I should have gone 
further under the system. See, I thought I was just going to dig up those top layers and then put new soil on top of it and plant seed in the new soil and expect the old soil not to corrupt the new soil. Well, how dead wrong is that? See, and a lot of us do that um, on a regular basis. We go so far with healing. We go so far with dealing with our trauma. We go so far without getting therapy. We go so far without at least having um, a relationship where you can use your words to express your pain and move it from one place to the next so that you're not growing up out of it anymore, that that soil is not so tainted, so broken, so um, damaged that it will not yield fruit. Sometimes it's not the ah, glory. Sometimes it's not the seed, it's the soil. And then let, let's go just a little bit further. And so the enemy comes in and he snatches that thing out. He pulls everything that you thought you had, uh, he snatches it away. And this is the one on whom the seed was sown by the road. The one whose seed was sown on rocky ground, oh, that's you bitter people. That's you angry folks. You're still mad at your mama. You're still mad at your daddy. Your ex-husband that made you angry. You didn't turn your kids against their daddy because you don't have the ability to forgive. Yep, I said all of that, right? This is the one um, who, whose heart is stony and, and who's, who's, uh hears a word. And at once welcomes it with joy. Listen, you get all juiced and excited when you initially hear the word, yet he has no substantial root in himself, but is only temporary. And when pressure or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he stumbles and falls away. I mean, you get so angry, you get offended when somebody gets you together about the truth, even if they say it's sweet and nice. Sometimes I don't say it's sweet and nice, and I probably am not gonna, and I'm not gonna say sorry, because by the time it gets to me, it's usually a 911, and I'm supposed to say it just like I say it, because I can, I can take you being mad at me. I don't care. I can take you being mad at me for a season to change your life for a lifetime. So listen, don't let the message get to me unless you got some steel toes because I'm going to come for it. Whatever it is, I'm coming. You hear me? Amen. Um, and so there are moments in our lives where we've been overexposed simply because uh, we've not given ourselves permission to heal from our history, the things we grow up from, up out of, into, the things that we have given our uh, lives room to encapsulate because we don't have the courage to deal with the pain of the process of healing. See, I, I really, I really, really, really wanted uh, my garden to flourish. It, it was it was my ultimate desire that uh, that everything that I planted grew. I mean, I wouldn't have stood out there forever. Do you know the process of planting a garden? Do you know the nature of tilling that has to happen for real? See, and I for real, I try to have way do it. That for me, God does things so prophetically through simple things. That was Him, and and this was probably in twenty. Mm, maybe 2019, it was before the pandemic. Um, it was before y'all pandemic. I had already been in mine <laughs> for several for several years at that point. That's how I got to the garden in the first place. <laughs> Amen. So so then 
Okay, so so yet has no substantial root in himself, but it's only temporary. And when pressure or persecution comes because of the word, so so that's another one of those places, those easily offended. Are you easily offended? If somebody doesn't say something just right to make you feel real good when they say it, does it make you angry? Can you not receive what the person is trying to give, even though it may be medicine, even though it may be helpful, even though it may be life-altering? Do you get bent out of shape because somebody tells you the truth? See, that's that stony ground. That's an old rocky heart, honey. Those ones are super-duper hard. Now, we got some stony hearts right on around in here. (laughs) And y'all, you know who I'm talking about. Um, this is Petty Betty this morning because I want you to get it, right? I want you to get it because it's not me classifying it. This is what the word, it, it for it is written. This is not my agenda. This is not my objective. But the reality is there are things that God wants to place in you, but he don't want the seed to be choked out, right? And the cold part is a lot of times it has been planted and has been choked out already, right? There are several things that have transpired in the natural and in the spirit. See, God gives us opportunity after opportunity. He gives us moment after moment, season after season. And bitter people are usually extremely difficult. Everybody always doing something to you. (laughs) Everybody always making you mad. Everybody always uh, mishandling and mistreating and, and using you. Every time we talk to you, you got a complaint about what's awful and what's horrible and who didn't do this and who didn't do that. See, that's icky soil, man. That means that there's some work that still has to be done internally. There are some altars. There are some pains. There are some traumas that you've been babysitting for years. And the reality is, uh, unfortunately, in church, you deal with a whole bunch of people who grew up out of something into something. <laughs> And they leading us around here bleeding all over me. Hell, I would like some anesthesia, please. Give me some antiseptic. Give me some peroxide, some alcohol. Let's rinse all this off. Cause a child, listen, you're not gonna keep on bleeding all over me. I don't, I don't want to be bled upon in this season. I want to be in healthy places with healthy people doing healthy activities, experiencing healthy outcomes. I want to walk in a room and people's eyes light up when they see me, like the little poet says. I want to experience love on a level that I can't even explain. I I want to be in places where people give limitlessly because that's all I have. That's all I know to do. I want to be in places where people love to serve, but you can't do that if you've grown up out of stony places and haven't done the work to de-rock your flower bed. Somebody needs to mute their phone, please. It is important that you examine your soil consistently, see, because roots are airborne. Weeds, I'm sorry, not roots. Weeds Weeds are airborne. Weeds just kind of happen, right? So, so let let's go uh, one more verse. Um, and the one on whom seed was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, 
but the worries and distractions of the world and the deceitful, uh, the superficial pleasures and delights of riches choke the word and it yields no fruit. So, so let, let's, let's talk about that. We've read this, these scriptures over and over again. We've heard them our entire lives, but the reality is sometimes it's not the seed, it's the soil. It's you. It's not, it's not always everybody else, right? We're talking about the one that always worries, that's always frustrated, that, that does not believe on any level, by any measure or any means, that God is a promise keeper. The, the one that you worried about making sure you can take care of yourself. So then you don't have to worry. You worried about making sure that uh, you, 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 this is this is a you matter here. This is a, all I'm concerned about is me. All I want to do is see me win. All I want to do is, uh, let me see, I can do this and I, let me figure this out. And let me uh, uh, pat, work this trick and work that magic trick and get this hustle and uh, do this here grind over here. That That's you. That's you. You you always have a self-imposed, a, 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 something that's beneficial for you and you alone. Your agenda is your survival. That's that survival mode. Anybody on the call feel that idea about surviving, just doing whatever it is that you can to get from one place to the next because you always stressed out and full of anxiety. It's the first of the month I got to pay the rent. Oh, my God, I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill. My car note due, my light bill due. That, that's you. you. You have no clue that God lords your life. Sometimes it's not the seed. It's the soil. See, God is trying to get things to us, but uh, until we get our soil right, until the posture of our heart has been uh, uh, legally uh, bound and plagued with the truth of who we are, what our identity is in Christ, there is a measure of concern and worry and conflicting emotions and thoughts and ideas that we just don't get, y'all. Real talk. You just miss it. You miss the opportunity to grow. You miss the opportunity to produce good fruit. You miss the opportunity to witness because you're so caught up in you and what you have on your agenda and what your mindset uh, has been riddled with, be it trauma, anxiety, frustration, failure, uh, mistakes, sorrowfulness. I, I don't know what it is. I'm not sure what it is, but I guarantee you if you're finding yourself, because at the end of the day, listen here, check this out, the only fruit we will ever bear gives glory and honor to God. That means perfecting this shell that he gave us, because that's all this is, right? We are spirit having a human experience in a body. We are spirit before we were ever a person. We have a, a whole programmed identity. Listen, heaven dispatched you with orders that you have circumvented because Sometimes it's not the seed, man. It's what you grew up in. But listen, you grew up in it and survived it because everything that you grew up in, somebody else underneath you is going to grow up out of. Somebody underneath you is going to uh, be inflicted with the same uh, 
injuries that you have, same trauma, same situations, same circumstances. But the question you have to ask yourself is, will you be a victim? Well, not around here because we practice victory. We live from victory and not for it. We are in a place now where we're moving toward being disciples of men because at the end of the day, that's the fruit. The fruit ain't a house. The fruit isn't the husband. The fruit ain't the car. Those are uh, extra added benefits. Forget not thy benefits. See, we get benefits as a result of our obedience, but our lives are a, a, a reflection of his grace and his mercy. Our identity is a reflection of the truth that we tell ourselves. See, I, I'm, I'm past uh, just I believe. I, I know he is. And he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I know uh, he's a restorer of the breach. I know for a fact he will never fall short of his word. I know his word will not go out and come back to him void. Let me give you this last passage and then uh, we'll go into the discussion. And so it says after that, and the one on whom seed was sown on the good soil, this is the one. This the one who hears the word, understands and grasps it. He indeed bears fruit and yields some hundred times, as much as was sown, some sixty times, as much as was sown, and some thirty. Right? It is our responsibility to be fruit bearing. Now the cold part is if you read a little bit further, honey, you don't you don't uh, bear no fruit, you're going to get bundled up and tossed into the fire. I'm, I'm not interested. I prefer to live a life that brings glory and honor to God, so much so that it illuminates somebody else's path to get to the place where they are not afraid to do the deep digging, to find the things down on the inside of yourself that you know are hindering you from next. This is the season, y'all. We're getting well. If you need to go and get therapy, by George. If you got Medi-Cal, Medicaid, SSI, ABCD, EFG, whatever you need to do, get you a therapist. Go get some counseling. Go spend some time sprawled out on somebody's couch who could care less, who's going to get a check for you vomiting all over them and quit calling me for free. The devil is a lie in 2023. We won't be dumping on me in 2023. I'm I'm not a licensed therapist. Now, my homie, S, uh, SJ, is it SJR.com? No, Sabrina J. Robinson.com. Listen, she's taking new clients. Amen? Amen. It's a real thing, and it's necessary. And don't let anybody make you think you're crazy or retarded or slow or anything else because sometimes it's the soil. It's not the seed. We're we trying to plant seed, and every time we plant seed, here come the cotton-picking devil or the crows or somebody plucking it up with some Hebrew Israelism or, or some religion or doctrinal difference. Honey, shut up. We're talking about the same thing. At the end of the day, Christ, him crucified, him raised from the dead, he had the, the, the mind, the presence of mind, right, to be sacrificed because he knew that we would need a savior. Sometimes it's not the seed, it's the soil, honey. Whatever you need to do to get to the root of the matter, if you're super selfish, work on that. That's ugly. 
Not only is it ugly, but it is not indicative of who our Father is. Everything about who Jesus is means multiplicity. It means in abundance. It means in excess. If you all you worried about is you, when you gonna get your next promotion? Listen, if you get up every day at six o'clock and you have for seven, eight, nine years and you've never thrown into this line, honey, you are selfish. It ain't no way on God's green earth I'd come eat a good meal every day, five days a week, and not at least give back something. We don't just throw something together for y'all to eat. This is a real thing. This is my job. <laughs> this this is what I do, right? And and I'm not saying that that's no pressure. If you don't give, that's on you, whatever. But there's there's no way on God's green earth I would just show up somewhere on a constant base and take. And I'm talking about in all walks of life. I'm not just talking about this call. That's here nor there. God has always provided for us for nine years straight. But what I'm saying is if you know that you got bad systems, if you know you easily offended, if you know nobody can tell you anything, listen, your soil needs to be tilled. You need to go in and dig up some old root systems. You need to break some stuff down in your heart in places that you may not have known that you were broken and bruised. You may need to do the work of digging. You may need to ask a few friends some hard questions and, and cross your fingers and hope to God uh, that they tell you the truth, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Sometimes it's not uh, the seed, it's the soil. Sometimes it's your thought process. Sometimes it's how you see yourself. Sometimes you believe the lies of when they told you, you ain't nothing. You ain't never going to be nothing. You ain't never going to have nothing. That's a bad system. And roots are not just in your heart. They are also in your head, right? Once it becomes a, a conceived idea, your mind adopts and adjust to that which you consider to be the truth. And the reality is uh, that you've been told a bunch of lies, having ears but not hearing, but not comprehending. My prayer this morning, and I say it prophetically, that you would begin uh, to be unlocked in such a way that you would hear the voice of God clearly, that you would understand his word for your life in such a way that he would begin to reveal to you the systems in your heart, the systems in your mind that you've established and developed uh, to be a broken, uh, a participant in your brokenness, actively engaging in your brokenness as opposed to uh, doing whatever it takes to collaborate with the heavens to agree with what's already written of you. See, because all we're doing, guys, listen, all we're doing is walking out what was. How we walk that thing out is a decision. It's a choice. If you know your heart is sick and you won't go get help, you decide that that's how you're going to live. You decide that that's how you're going to operate. I pray that something that I said um, made you mad, <laughs> triggered you, um, made you say, I'm not defensive. Yes, you, if you said that out loud, is. <laughs> I don't try to defend myself. If you if you thought that in your head, you do. I'm, I'm only saying what I know because it was me. I had broken systems. I had trauma. I grew up out of some things, y'all. <laughs> 
But I thank God for all of them. They made the beautiful fruit. <laughs> I thank God that he gave me the courage to go and deal with the systems that I had developed to keep myself safe. The systems that I had developed to provide for me because I didn't really realize that he was Jehovah Jireh. I didn't really realize that the things that I participated in to, to find some false peace, I, I didn't really realize he was Jehovah Shalom. I, I didn't get that he was Emmanuel, that no matter what I did, <laughs> no matter what time of night it was, I, listen, he was still present. He was Emmanuel all day, every day. So we subject Holy Spirit to things he don't need to be subjected to when ain't nobody watching. Eh, it's time for you to get to a place where, th listen, that's like a mute point. You don't really think about that real hard. That's not the first thing on your mind when you get up. Lord, what, what's our appointment today? What are we doing? My favorite line, y'all. So that being said, there may be somebody that joined the call a little bit late. I know I went over. I'm sorry, guys. I was able to pace today. <laughs> Um, that joined the call a little bit late. And right before we go into um, our greeting portion, listen, I'm super excited. The Archer Circle starts tonight. They got a, a batch of a gang of new members. I'm super excited about people that are going to be learning how to legislate. Somebody needs to mute their phone, whoever, whoever that is talking. Um, and if you have not done so, uh, the classes begin today. It's only $9.99, $10 flat uh, per month to participate. That gets you access to the group, to the live, and to the homework. And that, uh, the teacher for that course is Gloria Hicks. And so if you're not signed up, if you're not sent in your um, $10, please do so at some point today as classes begin today. Uh, that being said, uh, somebody may have joined the call a little bit late. You did not have an opportunity to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. God bless you. What a powerful declaration. Happy Thank New you. Year. Thank you, Mary. Great morning. Good morning, Dion. It's Sylvia. Thank you. Now I know why my plants aren't growing. Thank you. <laughs> Break them down. Break them down and repot them. It'll change Good morning, Dion. Great declaration. Good morning, Lady Di. I love you. I love you more. Good morning, Ms. Dion. This is Wanda again. Can you repeat the uh, information regarding the, the Archer Circle? Yes. Uh, it, it is, uh, if you go to Facebook, you can literally just uh -huh. type the Archer Circle and just ask to join the group. And then you just send $10 to I Declare Victory Now. Arch, okay. The Thank Archer you. Circle. The Archer Circle. Thank you so yes. much, Nate. You're more than welcome. Good morning, Dion. It's pretty Patrice. One spooky. I'll get it. Pretty girl. <laughs> okay. uh, what you say? Uh, that's my sister. I'll get it to her. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning. Anybody else? Morning, dear Cheryl. Can you hand me a band aid, please? <laughs> I'm, I'm fresh out. Good morning. 
Good morning, Dion. I just want to say, woo, woo, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'll go back on mute now. <laughs> Amen. God be praised. Good morning, Life Speaker. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Good morning, Dion. Can you hear me? I can, Drew. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy New Year. Great decoration. Yeah, I'm in my practice. Need more work. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hey, hey. (laughs) Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning, morning, Mary. Happy New Year. Hey, Mary. Happy New Year. I heard about five folks. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I heard a man. So let's let some testosterone slide through here, because you know we take over, ladies. I think I heard it was either Jr. or Michael. Who did I hear? Good morning, declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, brother. Any other men want to say good morning? Heidi. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, brother E. What's up, little says? What's going on? Hey, what's doing? <laughs> That's all we can do, right? Just keep going. That's it. All to the glory of God. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Dion. Yes. You know what? You had me. I was going down in the lane because, you know, we coming from David Chapel seeing me going over to Independent. It was fire, right? So I was like, we are choir because you know OT um, sister Bradford's sister would bring us over, and I was like, we ain't about to battle with them, them, them. <laughs> I'm gonna think on chop us in little bitty pieces. And then Donald oh, yeah. and Tommy them on man, thank you, sis. Oh, and then it is the soil. Love ya. I'm at the school, y'all. I'm cooking in the, in the kitchen with a hot lake. Amen. Love you too. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Monicia. Hi, sis. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, mm-hmm. sis. This is Leisha. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Anybody else? Hey, good morning, Dion. This is Jr. I said good morning earlier, but thank I you for I your Hey, I thank you for your declaration. It took everything I had not to just come, uh, just come off the mute and just, just, I wanted to say, preach, preacher. You know, you, 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 you talked about me bad this morning about, Sorry. you know, all that self-centeredness, about worrying about yourself, how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to do that. Thank you. Thank you for your your declaration. I sincerely appreciate it. Amen. God be praised. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, Dion. This is Janet. Hi. I just want to tell you that I really feel dog walked. Um, (laughs) 
Stay from the street to eat tofu. Like, you, I feel like I just got jumped and molly walking some more stuff. Like, oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Very much. Oh, God. I'm hurting right now. You hurt me bad. Amen. Good. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> that was hilarious. She said dog walk. Oh, goodness. Amen. Well, let's I go into love. Hey, darling. <laughs> it's kindness. I actually Hi, was wondering. Hi, sugar. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was me and you in here. I felt every step. I was sitting here in front of you like I was in trouble. First, I was all relaxed. Oh, my God, you got to preaching on me. And I choked my own soil out. I choked my own seed out. When I sat here and you just were talking about healing from your history, and I said I haven't been going all the way. I haven't been finishing that antibiotic. You know when you get to that point where you feel good and you don't need no more, like, okay, my throat stopped hurting, my back don't hurt no more, but the pain is gone. I can stop. I can keep pressing in. You go on that weight loss journey, you're looking good, but you ain't all the way. You ain't there yet. Right. I choked my own seed, sis. Thank you for mm-hmm. the word. I'm stepping in. I'm very good. She ain't just said, you preach today. Oh, you <laughs> preach today. <laughs> Ooh, I, yeah. I, can't, I can't think and I can't speak. I just want to praise God for you, sis. Thank you so much. But what you Amen. said, what you said I grew up in, somebody will grow out of, praise God for that. Listen. It's a real thing. I thank God for all my trauma. I can see it from miles away. Get, get right up on it and, and got some salve that's specifically made from that for that. Amen. Anybody else? Completely healed. Completely healed all the way. It's time yes. for a That's a good, that's a good look. Healing. Not halfway. It feels good all the way. All the way. Well, as healed as we can get on this side of glory, because when we healed all the way, we in heaven. Jesus, leave me with some work to do, so I stay mindful that I need you. Just a little bit, though. I'm not the kind to be poisoning people and strangling people's life out and carrying on. <laughs> That's so true. But like you said, we was deployed with orders. It's about fulfilling your order. That's what I mean all the way. If you That's don't all. complete what God has for you and allow him to put all that he needs to put in you, you're not going to be able to do what he needs you to do. You ain't ready. You ain't finished that antibiotic, honey. I agree. 99%. Thank you, my sister, my pastor, my queen. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Good morning, Sister Dion. Good morning, Brother Jeff. Oh, my goodness. My, my, my. Made me go all the way back. To Miami, Liberty City, growing up in that city, the soil that I was planted in, oh my goodness, praying for the city of Miami at the age of 12, asking God, why is the world so hard to live in, broken at a young age, the soil in Liberty City that I was planted in, right? And, and, and then wind up 
over 30, 40 years, close to 40 years in the city of Oakland, East Oakland. My God. I had to get up out of that city. I had to get up out of there. I'm still playing for it, though. But but what I got out of your declaration this morning is like, and I want to say thank you for introducing uh, a city boy uh, to the plow. Like you, you got to do some work, Jeff. You got to dig down in the, the soil and get to the root. Oh man, Cause city boys come. You let me tell you something about y'all, country boys. Some country boys used to come down to Florida and Miami and whoop us real good. Thirty four to nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fifty four to twelve. All we can do is kick three, four field goals, don't country boys. So anyway, don't know nothing about gardening, you know. But yeah, I felt your declaration this morning. Yeah, I really did, you know. And, and it just lets me know, Jeff, you got work to do. You got to dig down. Because, see, you was planted in corroded, tainted soil. Oh, my goodness. Get down to the root cause. <sighs> but you, you oh, absolutely got, got to know we need we need some of that dung that we grew up through. It's some, something about soil that's, that's full of the nutrients of the pain of the process that cause our flowers to be more vibrant than others. It causes our fruit to be sweeter than others, but you have to make it sweet. The only, the only way that it ends up being bitter is if you hold on to the history as if it was an insult from God, like he don't know what he's doing. He knew that you would survive everything that you've gone through to get to the other side. He knew that you would handle it, and he knew that you would use it for his glory. That's the part that we get twisted. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's that identity piece, knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. Yep. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's all I got. Super big deal. Anybody this else? Is, yeah, this is Wanda again. Um, I'm I'm like Jr. I wanted to come on mute <laughs> when you were talking. Uh, do anybody feel like that? I was like, yep. My phone was on mute. I was like, yep, yep, I do. Yep, I'm sensitive. Yep, I take the personal. Yep, I complain. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm just going to tell on myself this morning, you know, I've been over here. Um, it, the, 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 the problem is, like you said, God gives us what we need. Because I, I, know, I know who God is. I know he's my source. I know that, you know, I, I am in therapy. I, I do take medication. Um, I, I do go to another 12-step program. Um, Patrice is my sister. Jeff is my brother-in-law. So I'm well-connected. But I'll yeah. sit over here by myself in isolation and complain. I don't got enough money to pay this. I don't have enough money to pay that. But I'll, I, but I'll hustle up the money to buy a lace front wig. <laughs> I'll, I'm just keeping it real, you know. I, I, I'll, I'll hustle up for that, but it's like I'm not paying time, and I want to know mm -hmm. why I'm, I'm over here struggling. You know, I haven't been to church in like a month and a half, but I justify by watching it on online. It's like, well, I'm still at church. I'm online watching it. 
but it's, it, we all know it's nothing like being in the house of the Lord. You know, so it's like there's no excuses for me. And you just said a whole lot this morning. Like, it was like Target, Target practice. I was just ducking them. You know what I mean? Um, but the, the gift is is that I can be honest about it, you know, and yeah. acknowledge it. So yeah. that, that's the whole shot. Um, and you, you can't get this. You can't buy this on Declare Victory. You can't, you can't, you know, every day it's somebody different. It's a different message. Um, and I'm, I'm just grateful that, that I, that I log on every morning and, and that I participate, you know what I mean? And, and I am going to give because I, I got convicted when you said that. So great Lord declaration. <laughs> It's so good. Um, I'm excited, Wanda, about you finding your sound, about you finding your voice and, and getting to the place. See, because what happens is when, when we open our mouths, this is, I'm, I'm seeing this as I'm saying it, it is like opening a pressure valve and releasing. You know how uh, when people's lungs are, are flooding, because if the enemy can, he will steal your sound. I can see um, the hiss of releasing um, the pressure off of you to have to figure it all out. That's one of the biggest mistakes we make as believers. We think that we have to know what happens after this step. No, just stand in this step. Learn how to appreciate this moment, this second, and say thank you. We enter his mm-hmm. courts with thanksgiving, right? It is our responsibility to know in all things, even the stuff we don't get, even the stuff we don't understand. I literally, because you opened your mouth today, and even um, the Bible says confess your faults one to another. We know where we raggedy at. When I Mm -hmm. used to stay high, listen, I knew I was high. I didn't need nobody to tell me I was high. You high? Absolutely. I most certainly am, honey. And you (laughs) shut up, too. Let's start there. Because <laughs> what what are you? Are you look? Are you a tramp at night? And we don't know. Listen, don't don't come for me because you know you got your right. own bones, Skeletor. Stop it. Leave me be. Let me work out my own soul salvation. Because we all got our thing, which is why the culture here is so free. I don't care what you did seven minutes ago. That don't have nothing to do with right now. Right. Nothing at all. He was bruised for all of this. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. He 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 knew that his shoulders could handle anything we could think about doing. He throws it as far as the east is from the west. We be tripping off the stuff that's so irrelevant. But take the time to go ahead and ask yourself a question. When you find yourself snapping, check yourself. Mm-hmm. No. Open your mouth, though. Open mm-hmm. your mouth and say, nope, I'm not doing that. Not today. No. Amen. Use your words to fuel your future. Open your mouth and tell the lying enemy. Because, listen, he's sitting right there. The Bible says he's crouching. He's waiting for you to say something to fulfill. We be so busy giving the enemy stuff to work with that we forget that we have angels that are assigned to assist us supernaturally. We don't give our angels nothing to do because we'd be so worried about this moment that don't even belong. It ain't even your moment. <laughs> do you know you could blink your eyes and be dead? Yep. I didn't, I didn't watch it happen over and over and over and over and over again. And we wasting time trying to figure out our plan when he's already given us the plan. 
I don't want mm-hmm. a plan. I want mm-hmm. the plan for my life. So thank you for sharing, Wanda. I appreciate you, and I look forward to hearing you um, come out of that place that you grew up from. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentaries? And if not, you know, I'll give you guys time back. Anybody? Yes, Sylvia. Hi, thank you for your declaration. Um, I was thinking about, uh, well, first of all, let me say this. They they might not speak up or say anything, but that's okay because it's an option. But uh, I was so excited. Yesterday was like the best day ever for me on Declare Victory when I knew that I have a sister from Chicago and a sister from Mississippi, both at the same time calling in to Declare Victory where we can even dialogue after the call. God is so good, so, so good. Um, <laughs> I was just like, yes, my biological sister's on the phone call and, and texted me, are you on the line? Are you on the line? I'm like, okay, let me hear My phone is dead. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Let me hurry up. But um, I'm just so grateful uh, this morning. You know, when you talk about therapy, um, you know, culturally, um, you know, that's something we just don't do. You know, you don't tell people your business. You know, um, that's where, you know, a lot of us come from. So we don't do that. Um, but as a recovering addict, you know, a lot of people in recovery, um, the reason that friends of mine and people I know and, you know, including myself have, you know, 20, 30, 40 years of recovery is because they knew they needed to uh, get a therapist to go alongside their Narcotics Anonymous or AA or whatever it was that they choose because the one by itself was just not, it was just so much trauma. You know, and once you take the drugs away and you see the issues still there, then how do you deal with those anniversaries of deaths or how do you deal with, you know, all the shame and all the guilt? So, yes, the both of them go hand in hand. You know, um, the church, you know, find a good church if that's possible. You know, get into the fellowship if that works for you. But also have a therapist, like a holistic approach. And every person that I know and clients I've spoken to, a mentor as well, that took that approach has been able to stay clean for decades because mm-hmm. of the grace of God. And he gives us, you know, he gives us free will, but he also gives us understanding what we mm-hmm. need to do to take care of ourselves. He's going to take care of us, but like we say, prayer without work is dead. Yeah. Right? So we can pray and we can ask for all of his mercy and grace, but if we don't put the work in and we're not willing to, you know, it, we're, just, it's just, we're just a dry drunk. That's the word. You know, mm-hmm. you just take the, the drugs and act all the way and you're just not using, but you still stealing, you still saying, you're not doing it. <laughs> you know, and all of this craziness, you know, we hear people in the room talking about they, you know, they went to jail and, did, you know, did different things and now, and they end up relapsing, you know, before yeah. they pick up anything. So I just mm-hmm. thank you for bringing that out that, you know, a lot of times we don't want to talk to anybody. We don't want to tell our business, but we, when we choose to suffer by ourselves and we don't have to. So thank you for bringing that up uh, as well today. And as far as those seeds, I'm just going to keep tuning in because <laughs> I need my plants to grow and I need them to grow on some good soil. So thank you. Hey, Amen. <laughs> That's good stuff and it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Hey, Amen. Anybody else have anything? Thank you for that, Sylvia. Well, 
praise God. So what, what we'll do is I'll go ahead and give you guys some time back again. It's our fasting day. Um, we just fast from now until 5 p.m. We meet right back here. This fast, literally, if you guys would assist me in joining um, Next Steps for Victory City, there are some things coming down the pipe. There are some things that are being worked on behind the scenes. My prayer is that we will have a um, a celebration this year where even for the folks that stay far, we'll give you enough notice. So if you want to fly in, we that's what we did um, a couple of different times before folks will come from kind of here, there, and everywhere to be a part of um, the celebration. We have an amazing time. And, um, yeah, God, God is doing something. And before it's all said and done, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to do what I have dreaded for a very, very long time. But I will obey whatever that looks like. So um, if there's nothing else, if nobody has any additional questions, comments, or commentary, I'm going to hand you back the mic. And we will meet right back here at 5 p.m. If not, we will hear you tomorrow. Same bad station, same bad time. Um, Dr. Phil is teaching tomorrow. Show up. Be prepared uh, for whatever goes on in his world, Lord Jesus. Pray, y'all. <laughs> pray pray for my friend <laughs> that he come down out the clouds for at least an hour or two tomorrow. Amen. All right, guys. Well, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for indulging me. Um, thank you for allowing me to hit you with stones and rocks and all that good stuff for the glory of God. I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, guys. Here you at five. Have a wonderful day. Wonderful day. Be careful out there in the Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, y'all. Have a wonderful God bless your heart.